We are back with some more college basketball action here for Thursday, January 5th. Got a big slate of games on tap for today. A lot of great mid-major matchups. So let's jump right into it. Now we start out in the American East as Maine takes on UMass Lowell. Maine comes into this game as the 343rd overall team in the hot to bet power ranking. UMass Lowell is the 202nd overall team. And it's a UMass Lowell team that has been playing some great basketball this year. They're 13-2 here on the season. Coming into this game following a win over NJIT in their last one. And it's really a team in UMass Lowell who has just looked very, very good at home this season. And as far as Maine has gone, they certainly haven't looked terrible um, but it certainly struggled against some better opponents this season coming to this game following an overtime loss to Harvard in their last one and they're not the worst shooting team in the world overall they're decent a 51.4 effective field goal percentage 33.6 percent from beyond the arc Kellen Tynes has actually been a really good scorer for this main team this year 15 points per game for him but UMass Lowell has done a very good job shooting the ball really good on the offensive side of things hitting a 54.3 effective field goal percentage on the year and dropping 30 37.6% from beyond the arc. Everett Hammond has been a great scorer from the perimeter, 42.2% from out wide from him, also dropping 12.1 points per game on the season. And it's not just offensively that UMass Lowell has a, you know advantage. It's a slight advantage offensively, um, but the main defense has really struggled this season, has really not been good at all. Their shot defense, especially allowing a 54.3 effective field goal percentage from their opponents and 34.6% from beyond the arc. The UMass Lowell shot defense very, very strong this year with a 42.9 effective field goal percentage and only allowing 31.7% from beyond the arc. Really, these are two teams that have kind of just been going in opposite directions here in non-conference play. And maybe Maine can get things turned around, improve that defense in conference play, but I really doubt it. And going up against to UMass Lowell team that has looked so so strong this season I really think they struggle on the road and I think UMass Lowell succeeds once again at home I'm taking them minus 12 and a half here against Maine now we stay in the American East for this next one as New Hampshire takes on Binghampton. New Hampshire comes into this game as the 276th overall team in the hot to bet power ranking. Binghampton is the 307th overall team. It's a Binghampton team that hasn't won a Division I game since November 23rd. And with that, has only won two Division I games this entire season. And comes against Columbia and Marist, certainly not opponents who are great. And yeah, it's not like New Hampshire is the best team in the world, 6-7. and seven coming into this game but got a great win over Albany um, to start out American East play in their last game and it's a New Hampshire team that struggled certainly at the beginning of the season you know lost I think like five of their first six or seven games something like that um, but here in the past few weeks have definitely looked like a much much better team and offensively they've just done a really good job shooting the ball um, or at least have improved shooting wise as the season has gone on still only a 44.1 effective field goal percentage on the year um, but they have been good from the perimeter hitting 34.4 percent from beyond the arc Clarence O'Daniels leads the way scoring wise for this New Hampshire squad with 16.1 points per game and Binghampton has still been the worst off shooting team I mean um, overall a 48.1 effective field goal percentage that definitely beats out New Hampshire in this game but Binghampton has really struggled from the perimeter only hitting 28.3% from beyond the arc not to mention Binghampton has just been god awful on the defensive side of things I mean their defense as a whole has been bad their shot defense is even worse allowing a 54.4 effective field goal percentage um, and also allowing 37.4% from beyond the arc. Certainly not the stat line when you aren't a great three-point shooting team yourself. Then New Hampshire, 
Ultra, on the other hand, has been a very, very strong defense this season. Even though they've struggled to shoot the ball a little bit themselves, their shot defense has been rock solid, only allowing a 45.8 effective field percentage, only giving up 29.5% from beyond the yard. Coming into this game on the road, I'm a little bit surprised New Hampshire isn't a bigger favorite um, or isn't the favorite here in this game. Um, Binghampton just has not been a great team. I think they continue to struggle here in this matchup, and I think New Hampshire wins this one on the road, taking them money line plus 104 here against Binghampton. Now we head to Conference USA as Charlotte takes on Florida International. Charlotte comes into this game as the 158th overall team in the high debit power ranking. FIU is the 251st overall team. And it's a Charlotte team that I really loved earlier in the season. Haven't bet them, you know, here in the last few weeks um, for whatever reason, just haven't popped off the page for me. But they've been a very, very good team this season. You know, a great win over uh, Louisiana Tech in their last game um, and really have just done a great job shooting the ball this season a 55.9 effective field goal percentage for them on the season they're also dropping 38.1 percent from beyond the arc i mean it's really hard to shoot the ball much better than charlotte has this season they do a really good job getting a lot of guys involved they don't necessarily have that one playmaker but really do a good job getting a lot of shooters involved in this offense and it's an fiu team that has struggled a little bit more here to start conference usa play um it'll come off a loss in their last one and offensively they haven't been a terrible shooting team but certainly not as good as what charlotte has done this season only a 52.3 effective field goal percentage and they've really struggled from beyond the arc only hitting 29.7 percent from three but defensively for fiu they are certainly a team that concerns me coming into this game yeah their shot defense hasn't been great um but they kind of are a team that relies on getting up and down the court pushing tempo um and really playing that fast style of basketball that keeps their opponents off their feet and that's not something that charlotte's going to look to do charlotte plays one of the the slowest styles of basketball in the entire country the 362nd um, team when it comes to tempo this season i really think charlotte looks to slow this down control things on the defensive side of the ball put pressure on opposing shooters um, and really it's a charlotte team that has just been playing great great basketball and even on the road here in this game i think they should be a bigger favorite i think their tempo um, and how slow they play is just going to be way too much for fiu to deal with um, and i don't think they're going to be able to match it taking charlotte minus five here against that by you. The next game I want to take a look at here on Thursday is Texas State taking on James Madison. Texas State comes into this game as the 157th overall team in the hot to bet power ranking. James Madison is the 140th overall team. And it's a James Madison team that has looked very good this season. A massive win in their last game over a Marshall team who has been very, very good this season. Um, and offensively, James Madison has really played as about as good as it gets. Um, one of the best teams in the Sun Belt on the offensive side of the ball and really just an outstanding shooting team this season a 54.9 effective field goal percentage on the year hitting 37.6 percent from beyond the arc Fado morris has been a great shot scorer for this james madison squad 13.2 points per game for him and texas state on the other hand has certainly had some struggles you know come into this game 0-2 in sunbelt play and, and really their non-conference schedule didn't do a whole lot more for them offensively they just have not looked like a great team this season have struggled to shoot the basketball only a 46.1 effective 
effective field goal percentage for them on the year. And they're also only hitting 28.6% um, from beyond the arc. They've been a little bit better, a little bit more competitive on the defensive side of things for sure, but they've still really struggled, especially in the rebounding department. Texas State only pulling down 69.5% off the defensive glass, while James Madison pulls down 72.3%. Um, James Madison's also better offensively rebounding the ball, pulling down 33.3% off the offensive glass. Texas State pulling down 31.2%. Um, and it's not like I, I hate this Texas State team, um, but they just really haven't shown up in, in spots where they should have this season. And it's a team that I'm very, very concerned, um, especially going against these Sun Belt teams that have looked so strong here to start the season. James Madison is certainly one of them. That win over Marshall was absolutely great in their last game. And I think they continue that success, get another big win here. Taking James Madison, minus 12 and a half here against Texas State. Now, before we get into the back half of Thursday's show, if you haven't already checked out the website, head over to hotdipbest.com. We've got college basketball, college football, NFL, NBA, NHL, UFC, horse racing picks being posted up there every single day. So make sure you take a look at all of that. Also, follow the Hot Dip Bets main account at Hot Dip Bets on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter to stay up to date with all the content being posted over there, as well as my personal account at Hot Dip Bets Chris on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter to stay up to date with all the content that I'm putting out. Um, and on Best Stamp, where you can get early access to all of my picks and get a notification every single time time that i place a bet and last but definitely not least if you're watching here on youtube hit that like button subscribe to the channel hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future uploads and most importantly drop a comment down below let me know who you guys are betting on here for thursday's show and let's get into the second half of these games now we head to the WAC as Grand Canyon takes on Sam Houston State. Grand Canyon comes into this game as the 93rd overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. Sam Houston State is the 124th overall team. And as far as WAC game goes, this is about as good as it's going to get this season. Two teams that have been playing very, very good basketball for Grand Canyon come into this game following a win over Cal Baptist in their last one. Obviously, Sam Houston State has certainly made a name for themselves in non-conference play, a win over New Mexico State in their last game. But the great wins over Oklahoma and Utah earlier in the year really put them on the map as a team to, to watch out for in the mid-major ranks this season. Um, and what's interesting about this matchup for Sam Houston State is it's actually their first Division One game um, at home this season doesn't really mean a whole lot honestly I mean they've played a couple non-D1 teams at home this season um, but certainly something interesting to look at when it comes to you know student sections and, and fans showing up to the game and whatnot um, and for Sam Houston State they've been a great shooting team this season a 50.1 effective field goal percentage on the year hitting 39.2% from beyond the yard Q Grant uh, leads the way with 13.2 points per game and, and offensively they've really just shot the ball well and it's what led them to some of those early season wins over over Oklahoma and over Utah. Um, and it's not to say Grand Canyon's a bad shooting team, but they've certainly had some issues shooting the basketball. Haven't been a great shooting team this season, a 46.5 effective field goal percentage of the year and hitting 32% um, from beyond the arc. But while they've struggled on the offensive side of things, they certainly have been a better team on the defensive side of things. I mean, the Grand Canyon shot defense has been absolutely great, but they've struggled a little bit to force turnovers and get some of those possessions to, to turn their way, only forcing turnovers on 17.1% of their opponent's possessions. And that's something that Sam Houston State has really prided themselves on defense defensively is that turnover department forcing turnovers on 25.4 percent of their opponent's possessions they're the seventh best team in the entire country when it comes to forcing turnovers and i think the combination of that defense from sam houston state and how well they've shot the basketball um, and really just the home environment that they have in this game is going to give them some success in this game i think they covered this one pretty easily taking them minus four and a half here against grand canyon 
Next up, we head to the American for the closest we're going to get to a Power 5 game um, here on Thursday's card. We got Cincinnati taking on Wichita State. Cincinnati comes into this one as the 63rd overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. Wichita State is the 105th overall team. And certainly, really for both of these teams, not the seasons that they necessarily wanted. I mean, Cincinnati certainly hasn't been a bad team. Um, but for what they were a few years ago and what for Wichita State was a few years ago, um, certainly some disappointing starts to the season now granted coaches are different players are different completely different programs completely different teams than we saw um but both these teams have suffered some some disappointing losses as of late i mean wichita state um comes into this one following a loss to east carolina you know starting out zero and two in american plays certainly not what they wanted cincinnati went on a little bit of a winning streak there but coming to this game following the loss to temple and you know for cincinnati they've been a decent shooting team this season a 52.3 effective field goal percentage on the year 34.4 percent from beyond the arc certainly better than what wichita state has done wichita state only a 48.2 effective field goal percentage and hitting 30 or 29.2 percent um um, from beyond the arc but as bad as the wichita state offense has been and it certainly has been bad certainly has done them you know no favors in these games this season they have been a decent team on the defensive side of the ball you know their shot defense has looked pretty strong only allowing a 42.5 effective field goal percentage on the year and also only giving up 28.4 percent from beyond the arc the cincinnati defense has really been nowhere near what wichita state has done this season allowing 48.2 percent effective field goal percentage and giving up 32.5 percent from beyond the arc and over Overall, well, I'm not sold on Isaac Brown as the Wichita State head coach. I'm certainly not sold on Wes Miller as the Cincinnati coach. I think they're really going to struggle a lot more than people are expecting here in American play and going on the road here in this game, even as bad as Wichita State has been this season, it's a home environment that's never going to be easy to play in, um, especially when it comes to American home environments. And defensively, they've been such a strong team. I think they bounce back after those two American losses to start conference play. I'm taking Wichita State plus two and a half here against Cincinnati. And finally, we close the show out with a great one in Conference USA. We got North Texas taking on Western Kentucky. North Texas comes into this game as the 56th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. Western Kentucky is the 115th overall team. And, you know, for Western Kentucky... Not a bad team this season. I mean, eight and five on the year, but that loss to Louisville really just sent them spiraling out of control, have not recovered since that game. I mean, that was four games ago, but they've lost four straight um, after that one. And on the other hand, North Texas has been a very, very good team this season. You know, started Conference USA playoff with a win over FIU in their last game. And while North Texas hasn't done the best job shooting the ball, they're certainly not the worst team in the country. A 46.4 effective field goal percentage, 32.4% from beyond the arc. Now, Western Kentucky has been the much better shooting team of 51.7 effective field goal percentage and hitting 35.7% from beyond the arc. Davian McKnight has been a great player for this Western Kentucky squad with 16.2 points per game, but the clear advantage for North Texas comes on the defensive side of the basketball. One of the best defenses in the entire nation this season. They do a great job forcing turnovers, forcing turnovers on 22.4% of their opponent's possessions. It's a category that Western Kentucky has certainly had some struggles in this season, only forcing turnovers on 18.1% of their opponent's possessions. Western Kentucky's also struggled a bit in the shot defense department. North Texas has been absolutely outstanding, only allowing a 43.5 effective field percentage, only giving up 30.8 
8% from beyond the arc. Not to mention, North Texas just plays the slowest style of basketball in the entire country. And I'm not just saying that. They're 363rd when it comes to adjusted tempo. And that's exactly what they're going to look to do in this game. Slow things down, make Western Kentucky play their style of basketball, and just rely on that defense to ultimately win this game um, and ultimately you know, just put on a show here against Western Kentucky. I think they struggle at home. Western Kentucky does. I think North Texas wins, gets the cover here. Taking them minus three and a half against WKU.